This is the Leadership Table Podcast, bringing conversations around leadership in everyday life, and I'm your host, Jim Reese. Welcome. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. That'll help me keep growing. Now let's dive into new content for today. Guys, can you even believe we're doing this again? I'm so pumped to be here with you tonight, today, this morning, whenever you may happen to be listening to this podcast on the last day of April. That's right, the day before May. And guys, I'm wearing a sweatshirt, a hoodie. You heard me correctly. It has been unseasonably mild this spring in South Carolina, and I could not be more excited to be wearing this hoodie recording this podcast with all of you fantastic podcast listeners out there. I got to back it up. We got to back it up seriously this episode and kind of rebuild our foundation because I was shook to my core. I was speaking to a podcast listener, an illustrious, successful podcast listener a few days ago, and I was shocked by what I found out. She said, Jim, I appreciate the content. You make it so relatable for those of us who are not leaders. For those of us who are not leaders? Are you kidding me? This person, this young lady, embodies what a leader is, what a leader does, what a leader says, yet did not have the confidence to view herself as a leader. That's got to change. What do I have to say to convince you that you are a leader? What do I have to say to convince you that we need you to be a leader, that the world needs you to be a leader? By the time our conversation was over, I had convinced her that she absolutely was a leader. And I want to give some of those tips that I shared with her to you. So I'm speaking to you, doubter. I'm speaking to you, person of no confidence this evening. I'm speaking to you who just needs a little bit of energy, who needs a little bit of boost of confidence, who needs somebody to believe in them, give them a chance, give them a pat on the back and tell them, go get them. You are a leader. So I got three questions for you. Basically, I'm going to take it from where I spoke with her and then I'm going to go a little deeper. Am I a leader? This is where we covered with her. Maybe you want to be, but you're not sure how to be. I broke it down with her, and I'm going to break it down with you the same way. Do you influence people? I bet you do. I bet there's at least two or three, maybe a roommate, a coworker, a friend, a cat or a dog. (laughs) There's somebody that you influence. You're an influencer. And just because you don't influence the way somebody else does doesn't make you any less of a leader. It's actually a unique gift. We all influence people. Let's take it a level deeper. Do you solve problems? Again, the answer is yes, we all solve problems daily in our personal lives, within our schedule, within our routines, at work, at church. We're problem solvers. That's why we're still here. We've made it to 2020. And granted, 2020 is throwing us about every problem in the book but we're adapting and overcoming. So you mean to tell me that we're all influencers of people? We're all problem solvers? Yes and yes. 
but there's one more level to leadership, and it's not really quite leadership until we get to this last level, which is, do you speak up? You see, you can influence people all day long in silence. You can solve problems all day long in silence. But an effective leader, and I would say the confident leader, speaks up. And this is a hard one for those who are introverted, introverted. This is a hard one for those who don't have that confidence is to say, hey, you know what? There's 10 other people walking into the same problem I just solved. I have the opportunity to be an influencer here. If I would just open my mouth and speak up. See, it does. I don't want to minimize leadership. It does take guts. It takes the courage to step into a situation, open your mouth and say, hey guys, here's the way to do it. Here's the way I solved this problem. I would love to show you the steps. Here's how I worked through this messy situation with a roommate. I want to help you. Here's how I parented my kid in this situation. I wonder if some of these tips would work for you. Oh, hey boss. You know, when you gave that project to me a couple of years ago, I think we can apply the same type of system, same process to this new problem and have success. See, if you influence people, if you solve problems, and if you just learn to speak up a little bit about it, you will grow into a confident leader. You really will. Here's the bottom line, and I know I already said it, but we need you to be. The world needs you to be a leader. You have a unique gift. You have a voice. You have a touch where you can reach people. You have a platform into people's lives that I do not have. Your boss does not have. Your your mentor does not have. You have that gift. So the question is, am I a leader? And what I need you to do is answer yes with me on the count of three. You ready? Wherever you are, I don't care where you're listening. Maybe you're in your car driving to work right now. Maybe you're in your car getting off of work and it was a terrible day. But I have a question for you. Are you ready? On the count of three, the answer is going to be yes, by the way. This is kind of an open book quiz. Am I a leader? Great job. That was the correct answer. You are a leader. We need you to be a leader because you're an influencer, you're a problem solver, and you're learning to speak up. Let's take it a level deeper. In order to be a great leader... In order to be a leader at all, ask yourself this question, am I disciplined? Have you formed healthy routines and habits? Hey, this is going to be tough. Do you make your bed? That's a good starting place. I know it's a little cliche because it's probably in every self-management leadership 101 fundamental book out there is, hey, get up early at the same time every day, make the same breakfast, go about your routines, make your bed, be a great leader, make your bed. It is so cliche, but it's so true. And hey, we're all working on it. I'm working on this still. There are days when I have to get up super early for work, and this is the temptation to just walk out, not make the bed. But we're, what we're doing is we're, we're forming habits, we're forming r- routines, we're turning ourselves into self-disciplined people. I encourage you to read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. This is a book that really breaks down the psychology of little decisions like making your bed and what it does in the larger, grander scheme of things. 
when it comes to your leadership style. It can make a huge difference. Are you forming healthy routines and habits? Another part of being disciplined is trust. It's being a person of your word. It's the fact that if you say it, if you say it to yourself, if you say it to somebody else, they can count on you to come through. Nothing is worse than somebody who's a big talker, but nothing ever happens. You know the, you know who I'm talking about. You have these people in your life. It, they, they, they literally act like they've been to the moon and back. You got to be a person of your word. If you're going to really put all that stuff out there, then you better have legitimate sources to back that stuff up. Another part of being disciplined is being able to say no when options are presented that are not healthy or helpful. This is practicing restraint. This is practicing maturity. This is growing as a leader, but that's the next point. So I don't want to give too much of that away. But can you say no? I believe this is a crucial step in developing confidence that you are a leader is not only being disciplined, but part of being disciplined is being able to say no. You grow more from your no's. There's a switch that gets flipped when you're presented the same options that a month ago you would have given no thought to. But today you're saying no. I'm not going to stay out late. No, I don't need to go to the sports bar. No, I don't need to indulge in this. No, I don't need to completely waste my weekend. It's being a disciplined person. And then the third one, which I alluded to just a second ago, is am I growing? Am I looking to be influenced by others? If you're an influence of pe- influencer of people, then by default, someone or something must be influencing you. Because you see, you can't share what you don't have. You can't give away what you don't possess. And I don't care if it's books. I don't care if it's mentors. I don't care if it's podcasts like this. I don't care if it's church, a pastor, a great friend. But somebody has got to be influencing you. There's two types of influence, and the leader only participates in one. There's passive influence and there's active influence. Newsflash, we're all influenced. We're influenced by media. We're influenced by music. We're influenced by culture. We're influenced by this little device that I have in my hand that I'm scrolling with right now. We're all influenced. That's passive influence. The difference between a 25-year-old male who still lives at home in his parents' frog or basement and a 25-year-old person who's living on their own, who's successful at their job, who's bringing home a paycheck and lives within a budget is because they are not passively influenced. They're actively influenced. They're not letting life speak into them. They're choosing the outlets. They're seeking out the sources to be influenced by. Active influence is a huge asset to a young developing leader saying, I'm going to seek out. I'm going to be specific. I'm going to be intentional about what I give a platform into my life. It's kind of what we talked about in the last episode. Five voices leaders value. Who do you give a platform? Who, who are you letting speak into your life? Who are you letting influence? Am I growing? That's the question. Another part of growth is not only influence, but do you get excited when you learn new things? See, I can't help but share the things I learn. Literally, 
every podcast is just an experiment in me learning how to share and communicate the stuff I just learned. I literally just learn stuff and I pass it on to you. That's a huge part of leadership. That's a huge part of growing as a leader. Do you get excited when you learn new things? And then lastly, do I anticipate or resist challenges? Am I constantly seeking to put myself in uncomfortable situations? I want to be developing. I want to be growing. The moment you stop growing, you're dying. And I heard a podcast the other day by John Maxwell. And when he was a young leader, he had a great mentor in his life. And he said, I went to mentor, I, I went to be meet with this mentor one day, and I realized that he had started repeating himself a lot. And I just got super sad, and I realized that's when I had surpassed my mentor. That's when my mentor stopped growing, is when he started repeating all the same stuff over and over. That scares me, guys, that scares me more than anything else I know, is the fact that people are discerning, and they're going to figure out when you stop growing. They're going to know when you start repeating the same stuff over and over and you've got nothing else coming up from your well. The point of this whole podcast, if I can just wrap things up, is this. What do I have to say to convince you that you are a leader? I tried to begin by saying, you know, we all influence people. We all solve problems. We all are learning to speak up. And then we talked about two other facets Am I disciplined and am I growing? The last thing I want to leave you with is this. Do you want to be? Do you want to be a leader? And I believe if you're listening to this, you do. And if you do, then you are. You see, the title doesn't matter. Some of us are insecure about calling ourselves a leader because no one else may view us that way. We don't have that title. Nobody's calling us, oh, leader Jim. No, it's not that you need to have the management name tag or supervisor name tag. If you want to be a leader, then you are. Guess what? Audience size doesn't matter either. It doesn't matter if you're influencing one or a thousand. Literally, if you're influencing one life, you're a leader. And then I would also say this. Success doesn't matter that much either. Do you know the name Thomas Edison? I bet you do. I bet you've changed a light bulb in your lifetime. Thomas Edison failed 1,000 times before the light bulb turned on, before the light bulb was invented. But do we remember Thomas Edison as a failure, or do we remember Thomas Edison for the one time he got it right? Somebody asked him, a newspaper reporter asked him, hey, what do you, how do you feel, Thomas Edison, about the 1,000 times you failed? And he said, oh, Oh, I didn't, ha I didn't, I didn't fail 1,000 times. There were just 1,000 successful steps into getting this thing to light up. Isn't that a great perspective on leadership? That's a great sign of a confident leader saying, you know what? I'm not even going to view my failures as failures. I'm going to view them as steps to being successful. What do I have to say to convince you that you are a leader? We need you. The world needs you. You're unique. You're calling your voice, your platform into the people that you influence into their lives. It's unique. It's special. Life happens. 
You know, you're either going to be a reactive loser or a proactive leader. The difference is what you do next. You can change your life in five minutes. Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for tuning in. Can I ask a favor? Call yourself a leader this week. Believe yourself as a leader. You're an influencer. And you know what leaders do? They subscribe, they like, they share, and they rate, and they review this podcast. I gotcha. I know I did. It's okay. I have been overwhelmed by the number of people who have been listening, sharing, liking, commenting, subscribing. It's been great. So do so. Do so even more. Keep up the great work. We'll talk to you next time. God bless. Thank you.